Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good y'all, this is C-Certified Brewhead and welcome to episode 9 of our adjunct series quarantine edition of BOS. This evening I am joined once again by my glorious partner in everything, Tiffany Alexis. Hey babe. Hello everyone. Hey, you and hey babe. Good, Thank you. good, you know, it's hot. It's hot as hell. Just living. Uh, sticky man, we turned, uh, we scored a... Free air conditioner, which neighbor. we're thrilled about. But now, because it's literally right next to this, it would just be like the whole time. Yeah, so, so we're we let the door the open, and now I'm like mad sticky. I yeah. can't come. Man, you just can't win. You can't win. But I'm not going to win. It's that humid life, but whatever. We only get four months of summer, so you just deal. So you, you deal with it. You, you sweat. You, you cry, you, you and you happen. just oh, you know, you run with it. Yeah. Uh, typically speaking of weather, our glorious guests have <laughs> the weather that we always want. And then I see them wearing a hoodie when it's December at 15 degrees Celsius. I'm like, fam, you don't need extra. They totally do it for style. Like, extra. just for style. Like a beanie. I'm like, you don't need no beanie. You don't need a beanie. You know, like, you know, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Like, whatever. Fine. It's privileged. But one of our illustrious guests does understand the struggle because they are from this oh, side of, yeah. of the, the planet. The East Coast, yes, The East yes, Coast, yes, so they yes, do yes. know. So if you guys are OG BOS folks, you would know uh, these lovely lovely human beings these are two of our favorite human beings i was gonna say in beer but I'm on the like, planet period um we've become really good friends with these guys uh you might have heard them on episode 67 which was a hot minute ago we recorded it oh october gosh, yeah. 2017 i don't remember when we released it because back then we were like banking episodes yeah so like quarry came out later yeah um but now a lot has changed with these guys if you are anywhere in the beer scene it's highly likely you're familiar you For know their sure, faces you know, you know their uh, their business you know their mission um mate i'm just gonna bring them on god damn it let me just unmute this here we go benny and tio from crowds of hops what's good y'all Hey! Do you have a clap? Do you have a clap? Oh, I do have a clap. I have an applause. Guys, so nice to see your faces. I, I, feel, I feel like every time I get on a, a podcast or anything with you, that I should have an accent. You can you can change accents with that. Or a tank top, tank top, oh. or an accent. A, a tank top yeah. or an accent. So is that your? Is that your? So I'm just really hot, man. <laughs> I'm blended all kind of shit. That was what's going on, fam? Man, we are we are great guys. Yeah, so nice to see, see your faces. You. You're looking good. You're looking healthy. You're looking quarantine fit. Yep. Yeah, you know I mean, y'all fresh up. Someone, some yeah. of y'all have been to the barber. Yeah, you guys look yeah. good. I, see, you know, <laughs> I, had, I, I had to go to the barber, brother. I was looking like To the Young Adventures of the Abolitionist. I mean, it was. <laughs> It, it was, I was doing some Frederick Douglass kind of shit going on. I like that, almost, I almost did the part, but I was Oh, like, no, no. Oh, he's trying to be like me. See, now oh. I'm Could have been twins, yeah. I have a barber that I go to, so yeah. How, how, do, how does that work? Because my barber still isn't working. In Montreal, we are the New York of Canada. We yeah. have half the cases of the whole country in, in this province. Uh, yeah. We haven't been going to a barber. Oh, I see. No. Okay. Uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I will, okay, so yeah. I won't ask the protocols that a barber might use if they were to operate ill. I know. got I got really lucky. That my Well, this is all new for me, so I, this is my first barber, basically. Okay. He was able to actually come to my house, but he came over and was fully masked, fully gloved, didn't take off his coat, and just kind of knocked it out. So uh, it, I got lucky. Okay, so that's the way it's done. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's okay. what I figured. Cause I was like, what's good, family? Holy hey. shit, it's so good to see you. I know. 
Do you guys ever kiss on screen, or is that is, no? This, I mean, what the hell is going on? Because you guys do that long kind of pause and lick at each other, and yeah, like, <laughs> like, it's gonna happen, and then like it never like, happens. Well, we don't I, do I, that. Do we do that? No, we're, 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 we're not. We're not in the fifties anymore. You guys. <laughs> Off the air. Do, do you think so, the the I, beer people want to see? Do you think that? the people want that? I, I I doubt the people want that. And the people fucking want it. <laughs> <laughs> the people want it all. Want it all. Well, you know what? That's a separate channel. Like, yeah, I was like, I feel like that's another channel. Only our OnlyFans. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's our OnlyFans account. <laughs> that's our OnlyFans. Gotta, that's that. That's that paid content, my genius. That paid content. <laughs> Ooh, you know what I mean? Cash app. I've been seeing. Ca- we don't have cash app here, which sucks. Yeah. Or or Venmo. No, no, or Venmo. It's just America. It's just the states. Yeah. I know. So we have to, uh, we, we do it different. know how to move that loop. Yeah, I mean, we got to do it the old-fashioned way, bro. The Ozark <laughs> stuff. Hey, 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 this is a beer show, man. Show yeah, sorry, let's talk about beer. Okay. What are you guys drinking first and foremost? Ladies first. Benny, what do you, what do you um, got? Well, I'll start. Um, I'm drinking a Modern Times Fruitland. Hey. Um, I did not have ch- a chance to get to a proper store to get beer, but the Ralph's has Fruitlands and I do love a good sour. So Hell yeah. yeah. It's modern times. Like, modern it's times. Okay. California. I have, I have a beer that I don't even know if it's good anymore. Okay. I'm about, to, I'm about to crack this bitch. Let me. Oh <gasps> shit. Oh, oh, you never drank that? That's amazing. That is a two year old IPA. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh was, my gosh. I was, always, I was always looking for the, the perfect reason for it. So, uh, all right. Let's oh, I I'm crafting. fascinated. All right, we're going to watch this I am this so now. curious to know what that is. That's not looking too bad. We all wait. Yeah, we're like... Yeah. Uh, that was a good four. This is like the hoppiest beer of all, is that of all time, so I'm curious. Get it in ya. Damn. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it tastes like... Or it smells like how it probably should after, what, two years? <laughs> <laughs> Literally two years. It came out February 2018. Six or oh, 20, yeah, February 6, 2018. Yeah. A tad, bit, a, tad, a tad bit sharp, but, you know, I'll, I'll work through it on the, in that BPLB glass. Hey, that hey. branded right there. Oh I gosh, love that. Look get at the, the blur. You, you didn't get the oh, glasses? Oh, well, because I thought, because we're going to do oh, half yeah, pause for any true. reason. So this one then, this is something, if you remember, episode, it would have been like in the 60s. In yeah. L.A., we went to a brewery and I got very, 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 very drunk afterwards and vomited profusely. But the kind of individuals, you remember that car ride? I don't remember the car ride. (laughs) And uh, these guys sent me a pack of beers afterwards. The Smog City, and it's called Benny and the Bretts. It's called Can you tell that? Absolutely. Hey, so look at that double, double reference. Had to do that. So this is uh, unfortunately for us nine point four, nine point three percent sour red ale aged in oak. We're gonna take that slow. Those guys were great. Well, I just realized that I didn't say what I was drinking for the people that oh, were listening. Oh, listening. Thank you. I'm drinking you. the uh, Get It In Ya collab by uh, Beer and Other Beer and Other Shit, uh, B A O S, and Sawdust City Brewing Company. Yeah. Yes, uh, sir. Get it in. Yeah, super, uh, super double double haze. That is way better than it should be drunk, but. Uh, I thought I would wait for a great opportunity to crack it. So, so thank you, family. Hey, brother. Anytime. That is honestly hilarious to me. That, I love that um, you have yes. that. Oh, hang on, All right. This to Tiff. There you go, babe. All right. Guys, good. Cheers. cheers. So great so to see good your faces. To see you. So good to see yes. you guys. Nice. Mm. It's like a Flanders. Oh, this is good. Oh, that's good. Doesn't even taste nine point three. Those guys were great. Smog City. Yeah. And hey, you hooked yeah, us up with a lot are. of good people. Yeah. yeah Porter and, and Lori are, are freaking incredible. Um, they, they yeah, have been, people's. they were one of the original, um, they, they're one of the original brewing companies uh, here in the LA area. So to 
have friends not only um, you know in, in the new brewing community globally uh, to really have friendships uh, mm-hmm. with um, some of the original LA brewing um, uh, individuals is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. man. and that was super warm. That was super friendly. Yeah, um, super kind to even ship that out as well. And like, it was just it was really good. And it was the first. I think it was one of the first podcasts where it was interviewing two men that didn't have beards. That's what I was thinking of immediately. I was like, the beardless. Yeah, podcast that's all I remember. The, the beardless. Ever. I didn't remember their names off the top of my head, but I was like, <laughs> oh, the dudes without beards. <laughs> That doesn't happen too often. Uh, like, never. come on, this is the podcast. Let's jump right in. All right, let's do it. So, people want to hear it. All right, let's get to it. So, I love it. See, every time I do a podcast with Tio, he just like he just runs the show. Right. I, I appreciate it because it take, takes the pressure off. Yeah, I love they're, they're, it. <laughs> he I, was your host for like seven yeah, it was episodes. a co-host. It was Did great. I was the co-host actually. It was uh, six or seven episodes. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of That was a good series. That was a really good series. Man, that was fun as hell. Yeah. So, since. People would have last seen you guys on our platform. You guys were mm-hmm. dope and dank. Mm-hmm. You have since gone through a rebrand, done a crowdfunding campaign, won grants, and are now in the process of opening a brewery. So a lot has Damn, changed with you guys. Damn, lot's changed in two to three. A lot has changed. Like, Europe came back. Yeah, yep. you guys have been everywhere, literally changing the game. So I don't know where you want to start. Maybe That's if you want to address the dope and dank change to crowns and hops and then what that I think you should even start briefly with just like black the, people love beer too dope and dank and then yeah. get into good call just just in case because I feel like for the same as yeah, you guys we've had a lo- new audience you guys new have a new audience too. so I think it's Introduce always nice to recap yourself to the people Benny Tell let's them. do that absolutely do it. what's up everyone I'm Benny Ashburn the CEO of crowns and hops brewing hey, co see level out of Inglewood California hey. Inglewood Inglewood Okay. Oh, yeah. right. okay, okay Tio. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, my name is Tio Hunter. I am the COO and head of brewing operations for Crowns and Ops Brewing Company. Yeah. Uh, Inglewood, California. was cracking? Oh, day. California. Ah, uh, 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 was good. All right, so tell us about Black People Love Beer, how it came yes. to be, how it started. Let uh, the man them yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's see, six, six plus years ago-ish. Damn. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, just talking like we noticed a void in the industry, right? There's not a lot of people of color in the industry. Um, we immediately, you know, took to action, created an entire movement, uh, and platform at the time called black people love beer, um, started curing in events, uh, creating content, really showcasing people of color in craft beer. Um, we ultimately transitioned into from black people love beer to dope and dink which really spoke to the missing culture of people of color in craft beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really went out to, to identify the dope culture within the dank world of craft beer. And that really just opened up so many doors and opportunities and really created this amazing community that kind of lives with inside of craft beer. And that's kind of where we started and how we transitioned to where we are today. And I'm wondering, like, what made you guys think, like, events were the place to go? Or why did you choose, like, this model to bring people in? I mean, uh, well, oh, yeah, please take it. Um, I, I think one of the, the, the things that are very uh, close to everybody's hearts in craft beer is the ability to gather and drink a pint together. Um, yeah. You know, I think that was one of the, the first things that, as an individual loving craft beer, I would go and... Um, and check out the breweries that were local to me. And one of the first things that stood out um, to Benny and myself was the fact that 
a lot of times I was the only black man and she was definitely the only black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just such a stark, um, you know, polarizing feeling to step into um, in a, a world that you knew you enjoyed the product of but did not see a reflection. Hmm. So one of the things that we realized is that um, by asking people to, to engage product that maybe they were not familiar with, the last thing we wanted to do was bring them into an environment that they wouldn't feel like themselves and it wouldn't feel like, uh, you know, it was an opportunity for them to be free uh, like they would as if they weren't at work. You know, the last thing you want to feel when you're at a pub or at a brewery or at a drinking establishment is that you still have the rules and the paradigm of being not yourself, mm-hmm. you know, which a lot of time, you know, that's the case. So we decided to bring the beer, the beer to the people. Yeah. And um, you know, we did that through a few unique events, uh, starting with barber shops because we were able to pour up to a pint of beer in a barber shop without a license, um, and, and, and give people and give people um, you know at, at least a tasting of three to four different styles, um, you know, and, and really a, a solid introduction to craft beer <coughs> space that was already organic and, and, and dope, you know, and and that's where we built our community. And the great thing about that, too, is, like, even if you weren't a craft beer drinker, it didn't matter, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, we wanted to create a space where you could feel comfortable trying craft beer for the first time if you've never had it before. Um, and then also make it a place where people who do love craft beer felt really, really comfortable. So um, that that's kind of where we've been leading and driving our, through everything that we've done is community first, Community first, community first. We got to rally together. We got to come together and create these safe spaces for us to be able to really explore the craft beer culture the way we feel the most comfortable. I love that. I love it. So I see now, this uh, person said, "What's oh up, yeah, guys? Some, uh, Henry Uval, aka Hopped Up Sin Chemist." That do you guys know Henry? Oh hell yeah! What up, fam? He said what's up? What, he said, what up? What up? What up? Legend coming hey, that, through. That, that's good people. Thanks for jumping on the live, homie. Man, we love got, that. Man, we got, we got cats from the state showing up. Right. Hey. Merka. Hey. Represented out here. <laughs> so we met you guys uh, around, I guess it was 2016, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. I, I, think, I think so. Damn, really? Tiff yeah, can, it yeah. It was for a while. It was a minute. The beginning. The beginning. beginning. And we'll go a little bit into the story for your viewers. Um, it was weird. Benny and I had just created the handle, Black People Love Beer. Uh, for a lot of people that don't know, it started off as that being our handle, not Dope and Dank. Not crowns and ops. It was mm. black people love beer because we wanted it to be as polarizing as it w- as the feeling was of going yeah. into a a craft brewery and not seeing your reflection. Right. So, um, you know, one of the first things that we did is we started the Instagram handle and we started looking for black people that loved beer. And sure enough, one of the first <laughs> one of the first people that I saw was Tiffany Fine Ass with hey. a beer. I was like, what? <laughs> Like, oh my god! Yeah. I was like, kidding me? I'm up here looking for like some other bearded black dude. <laughs> I see a woman who is who is refined, who is yes, who knows how to knows her angle <laughs> and, and with beer, and we connected and immediate. I mean, yeah. it was like I think. Yeah. Less than 24 hours, we all four of us were connected. Yeah. You know, so. Tia was yeah. like, yo, I think I met the the us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember we were like, saying that. It's because this is, you know, back when we were a couple back then. But he well, was like, yeah, they're, they're a couple and they do stuff together and they do beer and they do content and they do all this stuff. 
And I was like, what? And then when we actually spoke to you guys, you, yeah. it was literally, I am Tiffany. Yes, and it was ridiculous. Like, yeah, like, exactly. It was and wild. And it was just kind of awesome. Oh, it was it's perfect. Yeah. And we've been best friends ever since. Hey. I know, love it. I still remember yeah. it. I was on a patio drinking beer, actually. It was when we were with Lena and yeah. you. And I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "I was like, yeah." I was like, "It says black people love beer." And I was like, "What's what's going on?" I took like a moment. I still remember. Like, I don't even know how. I just remember being That's on the sick. patio, and seeing it. Yeah, I, I still I love remember that. that. Just because I was That's like, cool. "What's this?" It's gonna. It's speaking. I don't know. It's so perfect. It's but I guess because you look at this couple. Yeah, yeah I just because you had the same experiences over here. Yeah, right? yeah. Being the same thing. There's like not even. There's hardly any black. You, know, you were saying to you like barely black men, let alone yeah. women. Like. There was barely right. anybody that wasn't white. Doesn't matter what um, background they are. And it's something considered audacious, right? And there's a thing where you see success, and it's the audacity to do X, Y, Z that somebody else wouldn't do. Yeah. So be able to have right. something that was like wow to me. So yeah, yeah. And very, anyway, very cool. so, um, so from, from there we went right into Dope and Dank, which yeah. was um, mm-hmm. and and actually you know see you almost kind of represent one of the reasons why we transitioned from Dope and you know from Black People Love Beer to Dope and Dank. Uh, black people love beer still remains uh, very much a part of everything that we do because clearly we are black people that love beer. Mm-hmm. But then we also realized mm-hmm. that there was a culture that that also wasn't seeing its reflection. Yes. And that was the culture of dope, of dope people, you know, the people that love hip hop, love jazz, love um, yeah. things that do stem from black and brown culture. And, and we realized that people would identify immediately the word dope and I didn't and see themselves in that and and dank being a, an attribute of craft beer we figured that that would be an easy way to to show the bridge and to show the connection yes yeah and that was something we spoke about on your live on saturday on the uh, kick it with crowns live which we're going to get to after but yeah as far as like as you know as a white man basically i've got the world on my platter oh very was Apparently, for those of you who are listening, you don't know. Do I thought you were like a really light skinned kind of like. But like Drake. really light skinned. <laughs> this is a Drake. He's a light skinned Drake. He's a lighter skin. But like, but like, skin like six shades lighter. Yeah, like 60 shades lighter. <laughs> right? But the closest thing, interviewing brewers, like all I speak to, everyone's just playing metal and stuff. So I didn't really get to experience no. hip hop. So I didn't. It took me a little bit to understand these beer people because I didn't, I didn't feel an immediate connection just because. We might share a, a skin tone doesn't mean these are my people, and I never really connected because hip hop is my culture. I, I don't know. I just drawn towards th- that culture specifically, and any anything that's sort of, I guess, surrounding that. So like seeing that you guys were like repping it heavy, and of course in the states it's a whole different game. In Canada, it's like a little right. bit, you know, a bit. You guys kind of drive drive all that stuff. It's an American culture first and foremost, uh, hip hop anyway. Mm-hmm. So like that was super cool because it was like like you said, I gather that it made whilst it was primarily for black and brown people to feel welcome in a in an environment and you guys were creating environments around where people traditionally gather for anybody else who like someone like me who it doesn't feel out of place in a brewery like i'm like sick this made me feel more in place because yeah. now i look around like i'll never forget your event when we went to la and it was a the crawl and we did yeah. boomtown mumford so much fun do uh, i remember s- sitting in mumford and indy yeah remember when we were in mumford in and mumford. we were just looking around we and just, just stopped remember for a we second. stopped and we were like this is like this is amazing yeah we saw all all it's just not genders we ever, um, ever get. sexuality yeah every, everything every just everything it was yeah. just amazing. it was like equal balance of male it's to female just sexuality everything. for for c and me. you know what's so crazy about that crawl <laughs> is that crawl idiot. was the same day we did the photo shoot for our Times article. And it was ah. so cool. Like when, when we think about it now, like we planned this entire event 
where we're bouncing from brewery to brewery while simultaneously doing a, a photo shoot for our Time magazine feature that we didn't even know was going to be like a full page feature. We thought it would just be like a tiny little blurb. But yeah, that was that was a really big day for us. And we're glad that you guys are able to kind of see what it is that we were doing. Yeah. Uh, event wise and content wise. Yeah. Yes, uh, 100%. there's a lot of value in seeing it, actually, and being a part of that for sure. Um, Steve in in uh, Brisbane, in Australia, they said Tio and C got the same beards and headwear going on. Is this the beard <laughs> uniform up there? I'm like, yes, Steve. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Tio had that. Yeah, you guys are actually magic. Wait, pretty much. Don't fucking know you. Steve, I taught Tio the uh, demo and Darren at the train station, so. You fuck He's with, he loves it, he loves it. We should call the episode Siggy Bud Brain. I don't think anyone will listen. I think we'll. Maybe we'll get some hits off, off that video. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. I, you guys should talk about that. So what you were doing with Dope and Dank was such a, um, a unique and very, very powerful thing that, that you had created from literally scratch, from just noticing that a big chunk of something was missing from this scene, and you made that happen. To the point where Times Time Magazine put you in there, you have made the uh, Imbibe Magazine uh, Beer People of the, the Year. year. Yeah, I think in 2018. Do you want to speak to those things? Um, just because like they're important accomplishments, and it's not even yeah. like you know tooting your own horn as much as like yo, that's it's so important what you were doing that people that magazines publications noticed because it's it's clearly needed. So yeah, let us know how that came about. Um, yeah, so we, 20, that was 2018, yeah, 2018 was a really big year for us. I think, um, like you said, Imbibe Magazine uh, uh, hit us and was like, oh, we're going to feature you in our um, 75 edition where they featured different people in various industries uh, and spirits. And then they, they called us and they were like, we just want you to know we're naming you guys, you know, Beer People of the Year. Shit. And we were like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, you know, we... We had only been doing events, right, and curating content and, and, and crafting the narrative to get more people of color involved. So it was a really big honor for us to be named Beer People of the Year, having not brewed a single beer, but yet pushing the conversation of diversity in a way that no one has mm-hmm. done before. And then when we got the, we got the email uh, to, for the Time article, and I, I remember when I saw it, I was like, so is this like a another kind of Time magazine, like a like a like a is this a digi- people? Is this their online magazine. It's a digital version of Time magazine, like you know, because we all know what well, Time magazine is classic. It's like yeah. it's kind of raised on it. If you're in Time, you're cemented in the history of whatever the conversation is. So yeah. when the article actually came out, and the title of the article was "Changing the Face of Beer," and we had a full cover page we were like holy shit like what yeah, like, we incredible. Were completely not expecting that but i think that year 2018 really set the trajectory for what we had to live up to and we spent that whole year wanting to be as great as they hey. there it is That's there it is so dope man yeah wanting to be as great as people we're hoping that we could be Beautiful. and we wanted to show up for everyone so i think that was the year that we met brewdog too towards the end of that year yes. and that was the catapult to a lot of where we are today um yeah, keep, so yeah. Keep, so i actually and, yeah and just to kind of like piggyback on that and to kind of bring us to 2020 real quick um you know th- this whole covid thing um has obviously been been extremely 
terrible for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, it is, it is, you know, between the deaths, um, I lost a family member um, oh in God. Indiana. Oh, sorry um, to hear. You know, th there are a lot of people that that have have you know had their lives completely <clears throat> changed and turned around, um, and we definitely keep them in our thoughts and in our in our in our in our prayers. But one of the things that it offered Benny and I was an opportunity to stop. Mm. But like, like when I tell you, we we never stopped. We never stopped. Never. And 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 it, and it was it was like um, I think you know there's been a few interviews that we've been able to fortunately uh, have over the course of the past you know month or so that have asked us about the beginning and asked us about like who influenced us and who you know people that motivated us and stuff like that and um, you know again you know in no way in, in in all humility you know do we do we, you know we acknowledge. The, the people that were there before us, you know, the, the Garrett Olivers, the Celeste Beatties, the, you know, the brewers and people that were, were enjoying craft beer, but really as it related to advocating and, and championing for a community that wasn't there, like yeah. we, we, it, we, all we had was each other. Mm -hmm. And, and we, we just, I mean, it was, it's been <clears throat> blistering, you know, yeah. it was like, I think, I mean, we, we were still on a tear before COVID happened happened of of like almost two months worth of of events that we were going to go on just to mm -hmm. go in different cities uh to celebrate the release of our beer bplb hey. and, yeah. and and even the beer was created um focused on the community focused mm -hmm. yeah. on um on the individuals that were brave enough to even wear this shirt you know um i mean do you, do you realize how strong someone has to be to walk into an establishment a a festival whatever it is even in their own family and wear a black people love beer shirt yeah i mean that that, that takes a lot of bravery yeah. uh to, to weather the jokes to weather the 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 stairs. conversation from a yeah the stairs the conversations in the corner of the bar or even worse the really really drunk white guy yeah. who, who has summed up and and, yeah, and wants right. and wants to be loud and you know, we we brewed this beer in honor of all those people, um, mm -hmm. you know, black and brown that that supported <laughs> our efforts. But, but yeah, man, I mean, we 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 we're grateful that we've had an opportunity to kind of take stock and inventory of everything that we've done because it's been fucking hard, man. Yeah, it's, it's very hard. And, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, like you said, you guys never stop, and that yeah. was something we were talking about earlier today when we were, we were briefly chatting. That I just really we feel the same way that this whole period has been very good to us in the sense that oh, it's a lot. Oh, we know. We, we know y'all work. We know y'all work. <laughs> right. And like, non-stop. And that's the same as y'all, right? That's why we connected so so strongly. Yeah. Right? And this has given us, we're just like, I'm we're still. We just considered it a collective pause. So we yeah. were never considering it like, oh, you're in quarantine. We're all doing this. It's just like all of us have had this opportunity, this forced opportunity to take a collective take pause. A and what yeah. are we going to do with that? If that means you need to recharge, then you should recharge. If that means you can look at areas that you have had on back burner, look at yeah. those areas now and see how you can amplify them. But yeah, it's like there's been negatives and positives from this. You know? I guess because like people like you guys, because whenever I think of like you guys were saying before, you had all the events planned. You always have yeah. events planned. You always have travel. And that's the stuff that like whilst, yes, it's fun and it's, it's part of what we signed up for. It's very, very distracting. Taxing. It's really it's hard taxing. to get stuff done mm -hmm. right. when, when you need right, to be right. everywhere. And that I think we lead sort of similarish lives in that sense. So now I just feel like. 
I don't know. I've just never really stressed like I was before because I was like, fuck, I need to get this done yeah. because we're going away we're going in a few to, days. Yeah, yeah, we have to yeah. go. Oh, shit. It's just always stressful. Now we're just like, we cleaned our balcony. We've sat on our balcony for the first time in two years. <laughs> we sat on our balcony two for years. the first time in two years because last year we just yeah, were never yeah. there at all. And it's we're like, wild. wow. <laughs> like, it's like, this is dope. Sitting here. Yeah. It's, it's we made uh, yeah. it. We even bought a palm tree thing for it now. It's today. a whole new like, world. It's a whole new <laughs> world. Yeah, it was fire now. I, yeah. I think too for the industry as well. Um, there's the, for the breweries that are still going and hopefully will still continue to to go on. This is an opportunity for them to take a, a break too yeah. and kind of rethink their business model and mm-hmm. how how do they pivot and continue to succeed? You know, in this industry, I think we've said this on a few interviews before. A lot of people weren't factoring in online sales and yeah. distribution into their business models the way that they're doing now. And yeah. it, you know, it, it should be something to always sort of be considered, right? Because everyone can't always make it into the, into the brew pub. Everyone can't always, you know, show up. So how do people get your product without being able to physically be there? And it's now opened up in a completely new <clears throat> target demographic for a lot of these breweries for people to get their beer that wasn't able to get it before mm-hmm. and didn't know about it. So mm. I think the pause for has has helped people i think for some in a personal way but from a business perspective it allows people to really rethink the model yeah and figure out how to pivot and survive in these times which is something that we've also had to do as we plan um for our brewery yeah. you know to open in the next year too okay i love that i think i uh, steven brisbane just commented he said i love this convo and this is really important i, ne- I never really we thought of you too I never really thought about race being an issue in beer, opening my eyes, folks. And this is why what you do is important because Steve is in, in Brisbane, Australia, like the Florida in Queensland is the Florida of Australia. Um, right. And he's a fellow beer podcaster too. So he gets it, but it's something that like people don't, don't hear about enough. And that's why, once again, this is why I broadcast you guys message any, everywhere you can. This is so fucking important yeah. across the world. Like, because this is something that Australians aren't talking about. I think to your point, um, I don't even think we understood the global impact yeah. of diversity in craft beer yeah. until we went to the UK. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one can always assume that, you know, especially with Americans, that it is, you know, a, a black and white thing. And, you know, that it's the blacks versus the whites and, and, you know, that, that there's a dualism there. And when we went to the UK, we realized that black wasn't black. <laughs> you know, but, but black wasn't like the black American experience. Black was Nigerian, Ghanaian, Jamaican, um, Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, just every single kind of of, of 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 shade of brown you could possibly think of that was not necessarily from the same nucleus, if you will. And mm-hmm. if you if you can imagine that. It's even more difficult to to have some sense of togetherness or some yeah. sense of a united front when there are so many different factions there. Um, and when we went there, we were we were overwhelmed with the the the, um, the passion and the excitement for what we were doing because you know it it, it hasn't been a conversation. It's still very much a difficult conversation in the UK as we. Had a conversation with Jaeger Weiss, who is the is a black yeah. head brewer for a Wild Card Brewery in, in the UK. And um, you know what, what was kind of ironic was I think the most conversation that we've had as it related to race 
um, to to you know politics, if you want to call it. But even more importantly, taking care of the people and taking care of the community was with a brewery in the UK, Cloudwater. Um, right. yeah. uh, uh, Paul out there um, hit the nail on the head. You know, he was like, dude, you know, this COVID scenario, this COVID situation, more than anything, is showing how society takes care of its people. Mm-hmm. How it takes yes. care of the community. How it well, takes how it care doesn't. Of, or how it doesn't. Or how, how it doesn't. doesn't. Exactly. And, um, and I thought that was profound for a brewery owner to have that perspective it and to bring that cool. to the table when we we haven't heard it anywhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I only just like yeah. saw him speaking for the first time. On, last, he was right after us. He was right after us, and I was like, "Wow, this guy yeah, is." Uh, he's on point. Yeah. I love how much like because I love their beers. I'd have a bunch of them because friends brought them over for me, and they're super fire. And I love that. He gets it, and he's a white dude mm-hmm. owning a brewery in the UK, the and he gets it yeah. to the point where he's like fighting for it uh, more than anybody. I, like, I think it's really, really, really sick. That yeah. You guys have ma- managed to connect that. So. Isn't, isn't that isn't that exciting to know that you support a brewery <clears throat> that has a bigger picture? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. And and I was I was talking to that with a few of my industry mates here. You know, it's like man, it's like. In every book that I read about starting a craft beer business or the craft beer industry or brewing, you know, um, one of the first things that it hits almost in the first chapter is this is community. This is about us. This is about brewing something for your friends, your neighbors, <clears throat> your city. Mm-hmm. And, and it's steeped in that. Everything is steeped in that. So then, you know, you get to 2020 and, you, you know, you, you, you look about, you know, you know, what's going on right now with George Floyd and what's happening in Minneapolis Mm-hmm. Um, and you see the silence yeah. from mm-hmm. the, the community. Um, it that silence is deafening. It's heartbreaking yeah. Um, yeah. to know that the, that that the same industry that touts community and community first and beer people love and hope and all these things are silent. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and it was like, oh shit! It's like, okay, now I really know what Crowns and Hops is going to be here for. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now really have an understanding of reminding people what the fuck community looks like. Yeah, yeah. I understand for you. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. Uh, Henry's also yeah. saying, uh, totally love this convo. He totally agrees about how important it is. So maybe before we get into all the stuff with what's happening in the States right now, because that is something we want to touch on, do we want to just connect the dots between when Dope and Dank, when you met Brewdog, to where you are now, just so people understand how it moved from a <laughs> culture and event sort of focused company to now you fucking brewing beer like cold yeah. black people love beer. I mean, the, the, that is such an incredibly ballsy move. It's amazing yeah. that you've done that. And to the point, and it's selling the fuck out. Um, the merch is just dominating. Like clearly it's making a big impact, but the, how did you go from dope and dank to crowns and hops and becoming an actual brewery right. in the process of making a brewery? Um, yeah. And we, you know, what's funny is the week we actually met the brew dog team, me and Tio had was, <clears throat> were kind of like, we're going to take, we need to take a fucking break. Like we're <laughs> exhausted. We're pushing every day. We're tired. And I think it was 4th of July weekend, which is why we'll always kind of look at 4th of July from an independence yeah, perspective. Okay. Yeah, um, right. And like we were that. like, you know what? It's the weekend. I'll talk to you in a couple days. I don't, we don't need to talk to each other right now. <laughs> and during that time, we got an email from, this is when BrewDog um, had their TV <clears throat> show. And the producer from their show called us and was like, oh, we're coming to L.A. We would love to interview you guys or have you guys on the show, you know, whatever. 
And then me and Tio talk like, all right, should we do, let, do you want to do this? Let's do this. And then next thing you knew, we were damn near co-producing the episode uh, with BrewDog. We connected them with most of the brewery's uh, owners and places and people to go. We really were able to put together a quite a diverse cast of people on this episode, which was amazing, and really bring in our community into the show to the point where the whole episode ended with everybody screaming, dope and dang! So, and, 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 and real quick, just a footnote to that. You have to understand, we had already made the decision <clears throat> to open a brewery at this point. Okay. Um, okay. We, we had no idea that the opportunity would come from BrewDog that did. Um, it was just, we were like, okay, here's another opportunity for us to vocalize, you know, our ethos, our mission, which is, you know, uh, to, to expose more people of color to craft beer and to make sure that the craft beer community knows that we're here. So that was already there. We, we, we didn't have yeah. a clue about what would happen in the upcoming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, right. at the end of the, the episode, at the end of the final day of shooting, um, and I don't even know if a lot of people know this, but, you know, uh, James and Martin really kind of came up to us and was like, oh, my God, what you guys are doing. We've never seen this before. Right. Yeah. And mind you, they're a global company. They have they have breweries and tap rooms all over the world. So to hear that from someone who literally has stake in many places around the world to say we've never seen anyone talk about diversity and inclusion the way that you guys are doing in your small little space in California is amazing. And they, they simply said to us, how can we help? Right. Like literally yep. that's how the conversation started. And we okay. had never ha- met hmm. anyone and, and had us asked that question before hmm. how, especially a brewery with the, as big as brew dog with um, opportunities, how can we help? And that's how, um, we connected with them. We were recipients of their uh, 2.0 development fund. <clears throat> and that is how we transitioned from Dope and Dank into Crowns and Hops. And and we always say <clears throat> Crowns and Hops is literally the physical manifestation <clears throat> of everything that we did in the Dope and Dank space. <clears throat> this is now feet, cement in the ground, foundation, brick and mortar products to the people. Don't. We'll let the cement dry before the feet go in. Yeah, yeah right. Cement. I mean, maybe it's kind of fun well, the other well, way. It's fun to put your... Another thing that a lot of people don't know is we got a, a cease and desist on dope, which yeah, is why we, we had to change our name. Fuckers. Um, right. I mean, I mean, hey, look, hey, when I tell you, it, it's another reason why if you are passionate about your culture and your community, that you should do something. You should take action. Can, can you imagine how horrible it feels for a word that you've been using your entire life, uh, affiliated with the culture um, that you absolutely integrate to almost everything that you do, you can't yeah. even use, use it because someone owns it globally. In like, every you know, category. Oh my wow. God, I mean, the paperwork that we got for that shit was ridiculous. Yeah. It was, they showed pictures of Jay-Z and pictures of all these rappers <laughs> and literally almost took ownership for the word dope. And and the, the, the world gave them ownership of it, which is, Kind of ridiculous, yeah. but what do dope people do? Dope people reinvent themselves. Yes, they dope do. people they pivot. continue to unfold mm-hmm. and create and live in a space of creation. And that's where Crowns and Hops was created out of. Amazing. And the, the lesson to learn from this, everyone in business, get your fucking trademarks, okay? Yeah. We were yeah. five years, four years into Dope and Dank to only mm. discover we couldn't keep it. So 
check your trademarks. If you're going to go crazy on a name, check your trademarks. Yeah, just saying. we've spoken about that a few yeah, times. Yeah, we really have yeah. to do it. Yeah. I actually didn't know. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's like mad expensive. It's like a few Gs or some shit. Yeah, so I think it's like, like $6,000. Uh, we looked into it once and it was like $6,000. Well, we're like, we're not going to do it. And, 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 look, and, look, and, to, and to that point, like, you know, the BrewDog, the BrewDog team really did help us a lot with getting a lot of our IP and everything under crowns and hops, mm-hmm. um, which is another thing we've had to address with people. It's like, shit, you know, it, we started, we did a lot of things really, ooh, Benny, you, you all right? You gonna make Sorry. it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and lost keys in the process. Right. Um, but, you know, they gave us a lot of help because wh- while we were building a company and while we were, were building all the pillars for a company that would essentially be recognized globally, mm-hmm. we still were advocating. We right. still were we still were having events. We still were doing all the things that we that we had dedicated our lives to to the years prior. Like that shit didn't stop. Right. You know, so you know, mm-hmm. they really came in and and helped and, and I think what a lot of people could not do was separate a lot of the things that the, the Brewdog team has done from either a gimmicky standpoint, a marketing standpoint, with the the initiative of just wanting to help people that wanted to help their community. Yeah. Like, like people somehow just decided to blur everything and muddle them, you know, so that we were just this, you know, this this group that's now getting pimped by a group with money. And right. that couldn't have been farther from the truth. Hmm. Not at all. We right. are the majority owners of our company. We this is our business. This is our brand. Um, Brewdog has said repeatedly, just how can we help? Hands mm-hmm. off. Let us know what you need. And to Tio's point, um, a lot of that legal stuff when you're starting a business is fucking hard. It's yeah. a lot of stuff you don't know. It's a lot of follow up. It's a lot of like you know you got to stay on it. And, and and people don't really realize at the time. To Tio's point, we were still in it. We still had to keep going. So if someone offers you particularly administrative and or legal support, which is such a big part of your business, you accept it. And that's what we did. They were very helpful in us locking in a lot of that stuff. Um, And for them, we are grateful for that. And the crazy thing about it is like every time we would go through paperwork and stuff, we were like, are they really just doing this shit? You know, it was like, you know, it was like everything, and it was like, you know, you know, you, you think of the the Steve Jobs and you know all these, you know, you know larger companies. Like, I, I I have to believe that a lot of these companies and these owners, like at some point, just go like, fuck, I need to get back, you know. Yeah. And, and and again, this, you know, not to diminish what Benny and I have done on our own, but but there are individuals that that I think do want to put themselves out there. Because anybody knows, you know, that accumulates great. As anybody knows that accumulates great wealth, you know, it's the law of circulation. You know, if you're not giving back, that shit is not coming back to you. You know, right. it's yeah. You can't build off of that. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, do you have something? Yeah, I had a question yeah, now yeah. because now we're talking <clears throat> about the brewery and doing it with Brew Dog. Yes. Um, I wanted to get into because it's being built in Inglewood. Inglewood. <laughs> no, so I want to just get into why Inglewood and like what your vision is for the space that you're building. Um, uh, yeah, you know, the great thing about Inglewood is it is a city um, of the people and it still is, is a city of the people. It's a very diverse uh, area, very diverse space. Tio was born. I was born in Inglewood. Hey, there you go. Fuck, it is. 
And it, it, you know, it, we wanted to go into an area where, where we can find our people. Yeah, like, right. you know, it's, it's literally as simple as that. And Inglewood still represents um, a large demographic of, Afri- you know, blacks and Hispanics and whatever. And that's kind of where we wanted to be. We wanted to, to buy back the block, relatively the speaking. Block. We know that with that's the new stadium idea. coming and the new arena coming to Inglewood, you know, gentrification is a, is a knock away. So yeah. in order to be part of that conversation and to take ownership in that space, we wanted to go to a city where we could set our roots and keep some of that culture, preserve that culture um, in the city uh, with our brand, you know? And one of the things that is important, I mean, like when we were originally like looking for places and cities to be, mm-hmm. um, every time we would have a discussion with either a realtor, um, with, you know, potential investors, the, 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 the awesome thing was either we were right before at the same time or right after like Nipsey hustle, uh, Issa Rae. Um, so, so it was validating to us that our, our philosophy on being able to go to a city that was predominantly black and black and Brown, um, at a time of it being revitalized, gentrified, whatever you want to call it, was being was being held in a place of, like, we got you. You know, mm-hmm. we, we got you from a position of, we will make sure that the world recognizes what you've been and the progress that you will, you will, you will start to show and project. And it will come from you as well. It'll, it'll come from us. Mm-hmm. And it was really important for us to do that. Um, so, yeah, Inglewood, man. I mean, when you, when you hear, when someone says Inglewood, like like, i mean to be able to lose that would be like losing dope yeah you know what i'm saying to to, to lose the significance of inglewood being affiliated with beautiful melanated human beings um, and fuck that yeah you know we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna show up you know i can't wait i love it that's beautiful so last year you got oh, we the, know we know you know it's beautiful because you oh. sitting right next to a, a Nubian melanated <laughs> queen oh, empress. Tio, so flattering. <laughs> um, yeah, I do know. I'm very next year. Yeah. Next year, yeah, we'll be back. Um, so last year there was so basically you started off. You got the. I just want to connect the dots so just for this last little part so people know yep. what's up. So you got you met Brewdog. You connected with them. They said, "How can I help you?" To be honest, I actually didn't know that you guys wanted to do a brewery. I thought that they presented you with their opportunity, and you were like, "Fuck, that's dope." Because last time we spoke about it, Tio and I had a conversation one night, and dude, you told me that you and I really love this idea. You wanted to create a space. You had a, you had a, a dream for a space, but you said it was going to be a bar. And you would pull in, basically curate a beer list of you know the best stuff in the city, friends of yours that you guys had both you know connected with and worked with throughout your events, um, and make the space you know have DJs basically do exactly what you're going to do on the brewery. So that was news to me. That's really cool to hear. We're um, still gonna do that shit. Of course you are. But mm-hmm. now you're I, I mean, making the own beer. I mean, to, to, to that point, mm-hmm. um, and this is something, and you know, I definitely want to get back to you know where we are as of today. Um, but, but our goal has always been to showcase, um, our friends in a craft beer community. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think, um, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of companies that have helped us, um, and that have helped us, um, project our message, you know, El Segundo Brewing in El Segundo, uh, Jay Wakefield Brewing in Miami, um, you know, Indy, you know, in Boyle Heights, Dry River, um, Boomtown, you know, uh, yeah. 
Boomtown, Town, freaking um, uh, Eagle Rock Brewing Company. Like, of those course. are our friends, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we, yeah. we want to make sure that when people not only sell craft beer, but also discover craft beer for the first time, we want to make sure that they understand that there is more, you know, because, you know, it's, it, and, and Benny and I, you know, what we haven't really vocalized is um, that we were actually going to do our first craft beer festival this year. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, we uh, we were awarded a grant from the Brewers Association, um, but we respectfully declined it. Um, you know, in the, in the face of everything that's going on right now, in lieu of the fact that you know, what's the point of having a fucking festival if the only beer, the breweries that are there, are the well capitalized breweries? Yeah. So we we gracefully asked that they that they take it back and that they use it, you know, specifically to help breweries owned uh, by people of color. Because those are the ones that are probably getting hit the hardest right now. Yeah. But um, you know, with with you know, our goal is still to make that that festival come to fruition in 2021. Wow. And the that. other the other thing too, uh, see that you mentioned. Um, we hate what's so crazy about when the opportunity presented itself for us to really transition to Crowns and Hops. We had just finished creating our business plan for the brewery. Like we wow. we were ready. Wow. And I think a lot of people we don't. <clears throat> understand the importance of being ready yeah. for opportunities when they present themselves. Yeah. So I mean, true. when I tell you the the a few days before we just finished the PDF deck of our brewery proposal, so when the when the question was asked to us, how can we help? We immediately said, You're well, ready, we, here have you a, go. Our, we have yeah. our brewery deck. Let's <clears throat> let's pick a time. Let's sit down. We had yeah. found a property we were hoping to to get to take at the time. We were ready, and I think that is a testament to a lot of what me and Tio have done over the years. Is we've continued to pivot and we've continued to be prepared and ready for the opportunities that present themselves. And that is a lesson for everyone to just keep yes. being ready, yes. you know, Word. when these opportunities come. So. I think that quote, um, yes, and I think, I don't re- I don't know the exact quote, I'm not saying it verbatim, but it is like, success is where opportunity meets preparation. That's the one. I think and that's exactly that, it. That, that could be yeah. it, and I, I 100% believe that. 100%. Or if the immortal words of Sugar Free, if you stay ready, you don't have to yeah, get ready. And that too. Hey. <laughs> I, like it. I like that one better. But you, like, you guys wrote that into existence like yeah it's, it's literally so wrote that into existence and even the crazy. next step that we were happened to be involved in was the um the indiegogo the indiegogo campaign oh, yeah. like guys like you know whatever the business stuff aside that was one of the most crazy shit i've ever seen in my life i cannot believe <laughs> having <laughs> your fucking instagram on my phone was the worst <laughs> like i've never had my shit blown up like yeah was blown my battery up. was dying <laughs> just just the out like the outpour of love, it was support. The, it's real. And, how, it's and look, real, not yeah. that I was about to say it was easy. It wasn't easy. It was a lot of work, but rallying well, the well, community. Quick, just, to, just to lay the ground for everybody. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, BAOS helped us along uh, with the Indiegogo campaign. It was actually high season. It was high season, technically. It was high season. High society. High society. High season. High season. High season, season. Oh my gosh, you know what? We're probably going to get in trouble with the high, se- high season. And we need to figure well, out if that's going to be happening. If we try to trademark a Yo, high society, like try to come, company tries to come to us and tell us, us that like they're fat, marketing like, or something. We're going to have to be careful with that. Oh, And just to you know, publicly say like thank you. Um, in the midst of everything that we were doing, we were able to rely on on C and Tiff um, for, for helping us with digital. And, and yeah. that was 
I mean, man, bro. I mean, one, it was, so it was amazing <laughs> to have friends that knew us intimately, that knew yeah. us and knew our brand and knew the spirit of what we were doing. So to have someone help us navigate that during a time was yeah. a testament to the fact that we cannot do this shit on our own. Mm -hmm. You know, we do need each other. We need help. We need individuals. You know, people can't be so protective of their ideas and their concepts that right. they can't share and ask for help. Yeah, um, right. be Because certainly needed it, and y'all came through like a motherfucker, man. So thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you. you guys. It was our pleasure. Love like I'm so happy you even brought us on. Like that was you just great. I know. <laughs> I know. To, when we're allowed to leave the country, when the borders are opening. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> But yeah, no, we're so happy to be a part of it. But, it's something yeah, I really that, look on with, with pride because that was beautiful. That was something really was. so beautiful. You know, that, that Indiegogo campaign was really, I think, a a case study to the industry and to yes. the world yes. that everyone is ready for Crowns and Hops. Yes. Yeah. Everybody was ready, is ready for um, black and brown excellence to be um, exhibited in craft beer. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we've been able to take to our investor meetings, mm -hmm. you know, you know, we, we want to give everybody. We are still using that money, um, but two, um, and I'm sorry, I might have cut off. Um, but two, that we want to make sure um, that people understand that that was our way of showing um, to people that would invest in us the true capital that's needed to open a brewery mm -hmm. um, that 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 the people wanted it. You know, yeah. and that the people are ready for it. That's yeah. the proof of concept, right? Yeah. So when people are asking you, yeah. like, how do we know that this is needed? That's your proof of concept on a platter. It's so beautiful. Right? Yeah. I've never seen any a more engaged audience in my entire time doing social media the last like twelve to fifteen years. Like it's absolutely, it was insane. Yeah. And, it, and it's just gone. And that was a year and a bit it's ago. Emotional as fuck. It was. It was, so it was man. So many. So many crying. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was full. Yeah, roller coaster. <laughs> no, it was very cool, and we were jet, like proud because you guys are, are great friends of ours, over and above this. So to, the fact that you even thought of us to work with you guys on the business on a really important step because this was like cool. You got a grant from Brew Brewdog, mm -hmm. and this was the next step because this was the community buy-in, and yeah. you know you trusted us with yeah. your brand to do that, and like you know thank you guys as well for yeah, even thank rolling you. the dice on us and. It was just a pleasure to work with not only like just friends because that can go. Yeah, technically way. that could go left. That could go, but that could go it left. Was really quick. good. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I, got a I got a question for y'all, man. What the fuck are y'all gonna do, man? Like, I feel like right. you guys are putting in so much work. I mean, what are you launching? BOS, BAOS TV. I mean, what the hell is going on with y'all? <laughs> like, let let the people know what's going on with beer and other shit. We we don't know. Someone asked me the other day, like, why do we keep doing it? But it's my, like basically like no because they're like why do you why do it was like a why does anyone want to be an influence like an influencer yeah. like what is it do you do it for but the free not... beer but for us it's a brand building effort and it's building brand to yeah. execute on do you I know guess, why I don't we... I don't want a brewery because no it's so much I, I work saw <laughs> sorry with, with <laughs> I was like the people so I, we interview and then you guys most importantly because that's the real like grind of it that the first time we'd really seen that yeah so no that's a no. that's a no I respect it. <laughs> I respect, I respect it, it, but it's not and for I us. I can't wait to visit, yes. but damn, it's a lot of work that we can't. We want to set up like a media right platform. Ours is to be a like, media house, so a, that's where the blog yeah. comes in. That's why we have the podcast. That's why we have the website, the video. It's to 
basically create a media hub yes. for craft beer yeah. and, and travel content, like correct. anything that drives, which is why we partner with the tourism board. So eventually, exactly right. So oh, trust me, you guys are already earmarked into the budget. Trust. Basically. Oh, whatever, whatever y'all need forever in a day. Whatever yeah, we're, we got we're here. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, we want to sort of be able to like have, say, like a, a series of hosts that would come in preferably diverse voices to host different podcasts under our banner and you know write on our blog with that and and create things for the youtube channel so it's not right now it's like me i'm the face luckily through during this time it's really become people know that it's tiff and i from the beginning it's been tiff and i it always has my brother as well i like being behind the camera yeah but now she's at oh i still can't believe you're drinking a two-year-old it's so happy it's amazing so sorry where the hops the hops are gone right everything's gone it's, it's just like a sweet, <laughs> sticky. It must it's, be sweet, sticky dude, it's juice. Too, you can talk shit about it. It's, it's two years enough, old. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> if, if anything is education, if motherfuckers like quit hoarding and saving your yeah, yes, just drink it. We had a big problem. Speaking yeah. of, tend to drink fresh. Yeah, but, but that's not an IPA. I mean, ooh shit. No, this is Can't a wish it. Ooh Jesus. Yeah, I know. I, I hope you ate something, brother. I ate nothing. Yeah, so but I'm feeling okay. Worry. I'm not even buzzed off the last yeah. one. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so to answer your question, it's more of a media house, basically to basically create this media empire that you can yeah. look at in that way. I feel and that's why we're just in, in brand building. Um, and that's why we love, we think tourism is a big thing. We think that's overlooked a lot. Like tourism, draw, yeah. like craft beer drives tourism. Yeah. So kind of connecting on that side. And that's why we've been fortunate to partner with a few states and, and cities here to but we wanna, drive that we message. But we want to share the, vo- we want to tell the stories. We have, like, and our big thing is telling story. the stories yeah. of, the, of the breweries and the people behind them. That's our thing. Because like, that's what gets people invested, right? Because no one talks about yep. that. No one asks the question. It's always about like the hosts of the thing, but it's not, it's never about me or t- it's about the people we're speaking to like yeah. what's your and, and like you already saw here that people from australia who'd never even heard about or considered that race could play a part in in beer mm-hmm. is already opening people's minds yeah. and this is just a live that people are going to listen they're going to listen to that later so like it, this is this is it, a testament to yeah. it yeah yeah and with and with that said um you know i think it's really important to understand the power of digital right now to yeah. understand the power of influencing i mean because yeah. you know let's yeah. be honest COVID also taught us that, you know, in in a in an industry where a lot of people shitted on people that were doing influencing and taking pictures of beer and sharing their beer, that became at these at the industry. I'm sorry, did I cut off? Yeah, yeah. you did. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, I think people, the industry realized that digital is the one thing that people could rely on. Yeah. You know, and it's the one yeah. thing that would save our businesses. And and it, going back to the concept of influencing you have to ask yourself what are you fucking influencing yeah you know and 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 you look at people right now that are paralyzed to even talk about human rights Mm -hmm. they're paralyzed in using their platform because of what they're scared that if you talk about the life of a black human being that people are going to all of a sudden be upset. Yeah, not by your beer. But that is the reality, though. But that is a real fear, right? Because I think that what we're all kind of discovering, too, intrinsically, is there are people that aren't supporters of culture. Yeah. They're not supporters of of people that are uh, something different than them. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that is a consumer base. You know, I hate to say it that some people possibly are afraid to lose. Yeah. Because that is, it's still, it's still dollars, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and like, well, well, you know, it's, it, and, and I think Benny and I, you know, when we, you know, really started speaking up, 
on what was happening in Minneapolis. You know, shout out to Brewing Change Minnesota, who is a group that has been doing a lot of work in diversity and inclusion in the craft beer industry. I mean, they're on the streets right now. You know, they, 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 they are letting their voices be heard. And, you know, we, we made a post about them, you know, last night uh, to speak about their efforts. But, you know, we just found it really sad, you know, that in, again, a, 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 a community and an industry that is steeped in community that they have been swallowing their tongues mm-hmm. um, to to show um, essentially no support for the very people that patronize their business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our thought is, you know, we, we got into this entire thing to make sure that that people of color, that black people specifically um, were introduced to finer things, you know, to uh, affordable luxuries like craft beer. And if we can't even speak up or voice our opinion for the death of black men and women, then yeah. we, we, what is our purpose? Yeah. What do we influence? And, and that's why we felt passionate about saying something about it. And, and, and not necessarily asking for the community to, to uh, make posts and, and do digital things, but fucking reach out to your patrons. Mm-hmm. You know, you, know, you, know you, you, you probably have individuals that come to your brewery every week that bring mm-hmm. strangers, that bring family and friends to your brewery every week that have never been there. Like, are you reaching out to them? Are you reaching out to your staff of color? Mm-hmm. Are you reaching out to the drivers mm-hmm. that take your beer from A to B? Are you right. at least just saying, are you okay? Yeah. I love yep. you. Yeah. I care about you. Um, and, and I may not have the answer, but I'm here and I'm willing to hold space for you. Yeah. And, right. and that, that's, that's all I think we as a brand and, and as a community-based business are asking for the community is look at your community yeah. and make sure that you're, you're being supportive. Isn't that interesting, though, that and that's just so beautiful. And yeah, it's 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 like it should be technically a no brainer. Yeah. But isn't that interesting that there because this isn't political, right? It's technically not supposed to be politicized. It's not. I understand a brand that doesn't want to take a side. You don't want to say that I support a democracy. I support Democrats versus like, what are the sides, there's no side to this, right? Because it's, huma- it's so, well, they're politicized so to, to not a degree, right? talk humanity, about. Right? Yeah. So to not right. talk about it. Isn't that a larger reflection on who your community, your audience might be that you would be afraid to wow, actually say something well, about that? Who think your community is, exactly. That's like, exactly. you need to look much deeper than that. Because for us, we always say like, if there's something that we put out there that we believe in and somebody doesn't like it, you weren't for us anyway. So it's okay. That's why we actually will say we're Democrats and we'll talk about that stuff because we're like, okay, that's right. fine. If you're not for that, I don't care because yeah, I don't mind if you go away because we we we're not the same. So that's yeah. fine with me. So for something like this, which it does not, it's just a human life and that there's just something that continues to happen and there's a problem that's systemic, that's obvious, that can't be ignored and you have all this hurt around you and to ignore it just shows that you know that there's something in your base that is not right because you're too afraid to say something. To say and something. that's super yeah. concerning. Yeah. That's very concerning. That, 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 is, that is truly an unhealthy fear, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, have, I have friends, I have conservative friends, I have the whitest friends on the face of the planet. I'm talking about albino white. You know, I'm talking about, you know, um, like I have actually. wealthy friends. I have, I have, you know, friends all over the planet, you know, yeah. that, that don't look like me. And I can have a conversation. Cheers. Mm. Cheers. Cheers, y'all. You can have a conversation uh, with them. You know, and, and we could still have a, and we could still have a healthy conversation about what it means to um, be protectors of life and humanity. Right. And, yes, and of course. Good. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, I mean that, that's that's what this 
whole crab beer thing is about is having a pint with your brother and your friend and your neighbor. And if you're saying that I only care about, you know, the neighbor to my right and I don't give a shit about the neighbor about on the neighbor my left, my then left. How fucking yeah. Yeah. neighbor are you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 We have a few comments here actually. So Steve says, I do definitely recognize the whiteness of most beer spots here, but I do believe the craft beer scene here is mostly made up of people who are more socially aware. In saying that, women in beer is probably more of a point of conversation at present. Um, yes, and that's I, actually a I very good point because I think the... women, it's very interesting. And I want to pull it back here again to something like this. Mm-hmm. If the conversation is around, it's like you pick your diverse topic or something that you want. You don't want to talk about all the diversity, but I do notice that the female, like the Women's Day of beer could be something. Do you know what I mean? Or what's our Women's Day? National Women's Day is something that could be covered. Or if this happened to a woman, perhaps this is something where a post would come out talking about how much we care about women. Yeah. But there's something where it comes to the color where someone's like, oh, we can't. We don't want to talk about that. We can't talk about that. We don't want to talk about related it. Yeah. To color. Oh, of course. But we or can even be- a dog. If it was an animal. Oh, gosh, if it was an animal, that would be number one. No, seriously, if a dog yeah. was abused, it would be a huge uproar. Oh, without question. And people would have feel well, totally comfortable supporting it was. a dog. Of course. Amy Cooper. It, it was. What, what, what was the girl? Amy, Amy Cooper. Cooper. Uh, yeah, Amy they lost Cooper, their mind uh, about the dog. It was a, you know, and, and here's my, my thought on that. And, and this thought is shared by one of our good friends, um, Ashton Berry, the collection, the collectress, I think is her, is her, her handle. It's mm-hmm. so much easier to have these conversations about pets, about um, about sex, sexism, about um, things because we we, we we can deal with them. Mm. But um, I think specifically in America, um, the concept of race and and what has happened in in America has never truly been dealt with. Yes, that's so true. no one really yes. has. Um, you know, case studies outside of what the black community has kind of presented, you know, Frederick Douglass, Ida B. Wells, you know, all these amazing historians have written books on like, here's a good place to start. Um, it, it just hasn't really been dealt with. So, you know, to address the, the, the question, um, you know, I think we do have the platform for a lot of um, supporting women um, in Crabber. You have the Pink Boots Society, yeah. um, which yeah. is global. Um, you have a lot of things, but when it comes to race, um, it is very uncomfortable mm-hmm. because for the most part, it, it it's, tends to still be a problem that intrinsically lives in white community that yeah. the white community hasn't dealt with. Mm-hmm. And, right. and and it's only so much, it's, uh, how much can the community that's kind of getting beat down come up with solutions unless, um, unless the community that, that is uh, struggling with even talking about it um, deals with it, you know, within them, the, within themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Henry says, very true fam. This is what craft beer is all about. Sharing with your brothers and sisters, no matter your race or color. Yeah. Um, no, it's super important. And you're right. Yeah, man. It's, it's something like, it's interesting. Cause I feel like even up here now that you guys are sort of talking about that, about the, the, the lack of support that you've seen for all of this stuff there, I guess it's, it, it's happening in the States, but people are feeling it everywhere. I've seen a bunch of my friends, white friends here, even tweeting about it, that are just disgusted with everything. But I've never, I haven't seen any breweries talk about it. No, um, I, yeah, I don't. I, we are so no, far, not at all. so deeply far behind you guys, and I think you guys are already having a lack of brewery. I mean, like w- one thing that you guys you guys taught me through about through all of this is that the breweries that co-opt images of another culture and appropriate them, particularly hip hop mm. culture. Are mm-hmm. those breweries without naming names that we all know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, are they talking? Are they about talking it? about it? 
at all? Nope. No. Interesting. Nope. I want to take. Yeah, yeah, no one's that's... talking about yeah. it. No one. No one at all is talking about it. It's just. It's uh, like we said before. When it comes to race, it's it's the it's easier to say nothing for some than to say anything at all. And that is the stance that most people are taking. It's just. It's. I'm not going to get involved. Mm-hmm. It's not my fight, perhaps. Yet, it's it's all of our fights yeah. because we're fighting for human rights, yeah. basically. So, big facts. You know, it it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of where yeah, we stand it, with that. Isn't, isn't that pretty crazy though? I mean, you could have, I mean, you have, you know, rap uh, related beers uh, with 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 rap names with the 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 artist images and likes and you would think, I mean, shit. Even if you don't want to do it on your feed, do it on your stories, do it as an email, whatever. I mean, it's like yeah. if you are Perfect. aware of the significance of incorporating it into your naming convention or your art, how can yep. you not also yes. be aware of how it might be affecting your patrons? Yes. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's even larger than that. And a lot of brands outside of even B are running to this issue, right? If you look at the brands that heavily sell to black communities like Fashion Nova, um, uh, what's that other pretty little thing, all these types yeah, yeah. of brands. There are people now calling to them being like, oh, interesting, because you're like, you love selling to us. You like having us in your room to do X, Y, Z and to market for you. But then when something affects our community, you're silent. Where are you at? Yeah. Where are you like, where are you at? Right. And I think that's exactly. also something that we have to look at to see where do we put our dollars? Because I know like a lot of the things that I've realized, even in this point, is places where I'm putting money. I'm not going to put money anymore because yeah. various ways that they haven't supported during this time. So I think yeah. that's something that we have to look at as well and the power of the dollar because it's it's huge i think it also speaks to yeah. the, the the your entire mission as a whole because as breweries don't understand when there's a line of even if the line is now six feet apart because of covid but there's a line out the door every weekend for the can releases and most of those faces are pale with beards and backwards hats apparently and they are like well okay then maybe there is a scattering of of diversity in there but they they don't even think they just, about it they're just worried about staying open right now and now that's not an excuse by any means but i just i, f- I really feel this still this is why your work is so important and everyone else who was supporting your movement all you know people like um eric uncap everything black beer travelers um all all the, there's so many really great individuals who are pushing the message um which is fantastic mm-hmm, yeah. and Things like this actually just prove how value again, like how valuable it's already it known that what you're doing is very how valuable, it but is, it does right. show you how important it is again. It's like yeah. you keep getting proven. I hope one day that you're not proven and then this becomes something, you know, like that's my and I actually curious, like what would you what would this world look like for you? Like what would it be like we've created this impact and this is our legacy? Like I would love to know like what that looks like for you. Because that's what you're going to be doing. (laughs) That's what you're going to be doing. Because I would hope (laughs) that this impacts and creates like multiple communities around the world where like all of us feel good when we're in a brewery and there's at least seven of us or something like that. For goodness' sake. (laughs) We live in a we live in a place in craft beer right now to where you can find your identity in craft beer right now. I mean, you could find you know if you love horror movies, if you love uh, rock and roll or heavy metal or whatever it is. You have so many villages that live in craft beer, and the yeah. one village that we don't feel has truly had representation is the black community. Um, and you know, and, and we were kind of joking around with this on the interview the other day. When you walk into Crowns and Hops, it's not just going to be hip hop. Yeah, you right. know, I mean, B- B- yeah. Benny and I grew up off of listening to Van Halen and fucking Nirvana and 
and everything else, you know. Um, but what, what you will feel is a sense of empowerment. You will feel yeah. a sense of of seeing and identifying something in a spirit that that you love, um, and, that, and that will include black culture, and and it, and it'll be black culture intrinsic, intrinsically woven into the tapestry of our walls and our seats and our tap lines. Yeah. Um, so, so for us to be able to show that and, and execute it in a way that is uh, that can be replicated over the over the world, you know, over the globe, is what we would hope would be our effect. Yeah. I love that. I love and, that. You know, um, and the last thought for me is is, I mean, yeah, you really couldn't have said it any better. Um, yeah. When our doors do open, you will feel that you will feel a lot of that and. It won't just be people of color, but the people of color will feel like they're home. And I love that. That's what Crowns and Hops is. I love that. It's like the episode. Oof. Oof. Yeah, Gorgeous painting. Oh, my All gosh. Right. Um, a couple last comments, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Henry saying, I hate, the, I hate the whole line thing for can releases. It's insane. Uh, with you, my man. Some breweries are just in it for the money and actually <laughs> knowing their customers, not for actually knowing their customers. Yeah. And that is really, yeah. really true and very unfortunate. And uh, Stephen Brizzy is saying, you've got me wondering whatever happened with that founders issue. Have shunned them since I first heard, but need to Google it if they were actually mm. pricks. No need to discuss, just thinking out loud. Did you want to comment on that, guys? Being I know you guys were all up on founders and they're canceled as fuck forever. <laughs> they're canceled as fuck. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, again, um, when you have no parity, when you have no uh, diversity um, in an in, in industry or in a a specific community-based sorry, no, I paused again. There you go. You uh, when you don't have diversity, yeah, when, when you don't have that diversity, you don't have anyone that can provide checks and balances and yeah. founders certainly did not have that mm -hmm. um, right. as a mechanism in order to police um, things that were just not um, indicative of, of craft beer culture and and a community of people that that are you know that that are healthy and supportive of one another i, I can't speak on where they're at right now um you know i, I honestly haven't given them much of my, my much of my energy benny and i've been really focused on on building crowns and hops um but yeah you know that'll also be a change that you see as an effect of crowns and hops in our existence i love that i love it for the final thought can you um do you want to put any sort of timelines on when people can expect the next sort of steps with with you guys opening and, and your location in Inglewood or anything? Or is there anything you can say on that yet? I know it's uh, preliminary. preliminary. Well, our focus, in terms of opening, it will be, we're, we're at least a year, year or so out, mm -hmm. especially with everything with COVID, of course, regardless yeah. of what our timelines may or may not have been. It's just ultimately pushed back just because of, of everything that's going on. But our main focus uh, will be con uh, contract brewing and getting our beer back on shelves. We had our BPLB release. Yes. Um, but we're going to start moving into getting our signature beers out and really pushing to get the product on shelves and get the beer in the hands of the people. Hey. Hey, again, to Henry, um, we want to make sure that there's beer out there that from a philosophy standpoint, you can find and support mm -hmm. and purchase right. mm -hmm. um, yeah. because that has been missing. Um, so so our, to Benny's point, our goal is, is to focus on this beer. Um, we have some amazing partners that um, are, are, are capable right now while we're in the process of still finalizing the space and 
and and and all the things that comes with with opening a brewery mm-hmm. uh we're gonna get the beer to you family i love it i wish we could get the beer but we're in canada life yeah <laughs> canada life yes as soon as they open up the borders as soon as the borders open, i love that and you guys have been yeah con- contracting out of eagle rock right is, yes, is that's that our last BPLB. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that was like a hazy IPA. And then keep... Jeremy and Ping. Hey, I love that. That's so sick. I'm so glad you put that logo on the beer. Yeah, I think that's so, uh, it just looks just so beautiful. So proud, man. I'm yeah. so, so, so happy. Yeah. Look at that. Look at it's it. It's so just sexy. gorgeous. Just, just, Woo! yeah, just gorgeous. Beautiful. Look at that. Just clean. So yeah. Ah, man, um, guys, I love the you guys. Community, baby. Yeah, you I love it. to Matt. Matt. Matt Barnish of Barnish Studio. That is oh, something. Yes. Yeah, that Killing guy is the very game. talented. So talented. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. What he's doing. Um, guys, you're the best. I love you guys so much. Where can everyone find everything about Crowns and Hubs online? Uh, you can find us at on Instagram at Crown C R O W N S A N D Hops H O P S or crownsandhops.com, Twitter, Crowns and Hops, Facebook, YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Keep an eye out. So you... and, 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 if, and if anybody wants any updates, uh, please sign up for our newsletter yes. on our website. Um, you know, we do our best to at least, you know, every 30 days or so, just kind of give an update. We don't bombard <laughs> you with, with bullshit, you know, but, but we definitely keep you abreast of merch, of um, beer releases, and our events. So, and tomorrow um, is the last uh, Kicking with Crowns, no? Yes. On Saturday is the final yes. kick. Yes. All right. Tomorrow is our, this is this is our 11th episode of Kick It With Crowns Digital Bottle Share. Um, we're ending the month off the hey. um, right way. But then in June, we are kicking off a new health initiative. This is Ooh. about a year out. From our last one we did mm-hmm. last year, um, which Craig and I failed at. Craig and I failed at that terribly. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> to get out, get out of our quarantine bodies. We're gonna spend the month of June focused on getting our asses back in shape. That. Whatever you got to do, we're actually gonna we're gonna post a 30 day challenge, and every day tells you what you need to do to make it oh. really easy for those who don't Oof. know what to do. All right. So do your best, do what you can, but it's just something to help people sort of just get off the fucking couch, get cracking again, get, get ourselves back in shape. So key. Right. Once again, all, all about, about the community, the health of the community. Look at everything. That. Yeah, just, it just touches everything. Touches everything. Everything. everything to life. You know what? Just before we finish the podcast, I want to get the thumbnail for YouTube. because Oh, yeah, really... we have to do it live. So we have to do it live because otherwise it has like all these things. Do you want to hold I look like Tio poses immediately. Okay. <laughs> like, that just take you. You can hold up if, whatever you're drinking if you like. If I go hang My glass is downstairs. Oh, that's okay. Never mind. You can just do a, a night. Oh, fuck. What did I do? Oh, shit. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I think you just took two. Oh, I just took him out. Okay, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I like the pockets in here. Oh, fuck. What am I doing? How do you... Hang on. What, what's the Command, button? Command shift four. Command shift four. That's what I pressed. There you go. What am I... Come new? on, Craig. New okay. to the computer. Wait, wait. To the here computers. we go. I'm new to the game, Benny. It's like I'm... I'm trying to get the light. All right. Here we go. This is like, sorry for those on audio watching, listening to us, trying can't to get, get a thing. good light. Craig, I'm in, the, I'm in the dark. I can't. You guys, there's 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 they get ready. Oh, there you go. You are the gorgeous. light, Benny. You are the light. Dark. Damn it. I think we got, no, we got it. We got no, it. We got it. We got it. Glowy, glowy. I was like, you are the light. You're glowing up. You are the light. Anyway. Glowing up. Guys, I love you guys so much. Thank yeah, you so much you for your time. I cannot wait to see you guys, guys in person sometime soon. Hey. 
it's it's been way too oh, long. Oh, also because you know we do building a brewery, so like I would like to try to find a way for us to Yo, get to LA. No, they don't know. They probably don't know what you're talking about. Oh, sorry, we have a podcast series that we do. It's called Building a Brewery. We were actually doing one in the middle of one wow. before COVID started. Um, so we're gonna okay. see how that happens now. But I would love to do one of the seasons on you, Yo. and then I would love to, for us to work out a way to get there and just mm. do a stint of time. Because technically, we don't need to be because it'd be over time. So it'll be over time, but we can either, yeah, so that's something I want to do. We'll we'll reach out to you and give, as soon as we have a timeline, a solid timeline of construction and build out, we'll we'll roll that out to you and we can make that happen, family. I love it. Yeah, I'll explain to you after. You can still hang on after. I'm going to wrap the podcast up and then the live keeps going. Yeah. So uh, guys, love you. Make sure you go follow Benny and Tio everywhere and support everything they're doing. And if you're in California, at least in the LA area, you'll be able to cop the beers. Um, Henry saying cheers for the amazing convo. Appreciate you, and man. Steven Thank you for said, tuning in. Anya Legends, cheers for a great convo. Anya. I love Anya. That's straight as <laughs> I. I love it. Anya. Anya, mate. Uh, guys. Hey, once again, hey, shout out to everybody in Minneapolis. We love you guys. Yes. We're supporting you and we got your back. So, um, Preach. cheers. Yeah, stay strong, Cheers. y'all. Um, appreciate y'all. Thank you, guys, all so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, mate, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell Ding. so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast. Check out the long-form audio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, literally everywhere. And you can hear extraordinarily attractive and hustling-ass people that Benny and Tia right here talk fire Legends. every week. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Bye.